Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Drinks with Allie podcast, where we're talking everything from red, red wine to pina coladas. I'm your host, Allie, and this is episode 19. Today is Monday, February 1st. Holy cow. I can't believe it's already February. And it is a mixed drink Monday. How was everyone's weekend? Mine was a bit of a roller coaster. Now, I don't normally talk a lot about my private life or my personal life, but this weekend was crazy. It started out with the fact that I had a weekend off on a weekend in I don't even know how long. Seriously, you guys. I've worked in hospitality since I was 16, with the exception of six years when I helped run the riding school that my mom and I built together, which meant even more weekends taken up by horse shows and riding lessons and not having time off on a weekend. Then I had a silly video of our canning line at work at the brewery go viral on TikTok. I'm talking 1.6 million views as of Sunday morning. And a second one be well on its way. Yeah, I don't get it either. It's a second, seven second video of cans rolling through our canning line. But hey, what are you going to do? But then we also found out a very good friend of ours has, has to have brain surgery. She didn't know there was even anything wrong until uh, the start of the weekend uh, when she had a bit of a fall. And I won't tell you anything more about it because it is obviously her personal life. So that put a bit of a damper on things. And with that, today's episode is dedicated to you, Kay. Since you love my cocktails and you love mom's cookies, don't worry, I won't tell anybody. This one is really going to make you smile, or at least I hope it will. Today we're going to talk about two recipes out of a book I got for Christmas called Cookies and Cocktails. The tagline is... Drink, dunk, and devour. So let's jump on in. First, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the book and what it looks like, and um, as well as one thing I don't like about it, or any cocktail book for that matter. Then I'll quickly tell you about um, the two recipes. So the uh, cookie recipe that we'll use, I'll leave a link to the cookies blog post on my website in this podcast episode page. So if you go to the website, drinkswithally.com, click on podcast, click on episode number 19. At the bottom there, there'll be a link to the cookie recipe there. And finally, we'll also talk about the recipe, since that's why we're all here anyways. So the book is an adorable little pink book with a stylized cocktail glass on the front. Like I said, I was given this book for Christmas. So it came to me in that way. I have no idea where it came from. I have no idea how much it was, but it's a cute little book. Uh, This book is well laid out with tons of photos. As a visual learner, this is super helpful and one thing I love about this book. Um, Like I said, I have tons and tons of cocktail books, and any of them that have photos are really helpful for me because, especially as a new bartender, it made it so I could see if I was making the drink correctly. If the drink is supposed to come out green and my drink didn't, I'd like to know that just from visually looking at what the recipe says versus what um, I think it's like a picture. Makes it a lot easier, especially like I said, if you're a new bartender or you're just starting out in kind of getting to know how to make cocktails. Um, After some intro stuff, like Cookie Confidential, which is all about how to make great cookies. 
The book is broken into three chapters, Light and Bright, Rich and Creamy, and The Classics. Our cocktail is from the Rich and Creamy section of the book. Now, one thing I don't like about this, or like I said, any other cocktail book, is the reference to a specific liquor. So something like Smooth Ambler's Contradiction Bourbon, or Left Hand Milk Stout. Um, Left Hand Milk Stout is a milk stout from Left Hand Brewery. It's a very specific uh, beer. Mostly because these are, like I said, super specific, and I probably won't be able to find them. And without doing a lot of research as to the flavor profiles and where they come from and the styles of them, it's kind of hard to be like, oh, okay, so this is a comparable that I can get in my my market. Um, or the other thing I dislike is when books or authors choose an obscure liquor. Um, so one recipe in this book calls for Tsipporo, which is a Greek grape-based brandy, and even from the company which is listed in the recipe, that company has multiple Tsipporos. Um, for anybody wondering how you spell that, it's T-S-I-P-O-U-R-O, Tsipporo. Um, so how you're supposed to know which one they are using and consequently which one you should replace it with is next to impossible. Now, some of these recipes aren't the author's own recipes. She's collected a bunch of them up from various bartenders and various uh, cocktail books. I just think that it would have been a little bit of a good idea to kind of go through those, um, especially when you're writing a book that could be going out to a large audience that may or may not have access to that. So those are just kind of nitpicky things, but it does make a difference and it does make it a little bit harder for me to create all the cocktails in a book. There's a, it's definitely not the only book that does that for sure. There are lots of them out there where I'm like, Oh, I can't make this cocktail because I don't have access to that item or it's going to take me a long time to source that out or to find a replacement. So that's why you'll notice when I give you a recipe, I very rarely will tell you only use this specific liquor. I'll try and say use a bourbon that has this flavor profile or a gin that isn't London dry gin. And I might say this is the one that I used, but I'm going to try not to give you a very specific alcohol with which to use for any of this. But on to our recipes. The cocktail recipe I picked is called Midnight Breakfast because it just sounded awesome. And it's supposed to go with a recipe called Brown Butter Cinnamon Toast, which are essentially brown butter, brown buttered Rice Krispie treats or Rice Krispie squares. I don't know what you guys call them. We call them Rice Krispie treats. So Midnight Breakfast was invented by bartender Laura Newman of the Queen's Park Hotel in Birmingham, Alabama. It's a sweet little drink that's both whimsical and a little bit punchy. So it's a little bit of an involved recipe. I'll leave a recipe um, as a separate blog post as well as to how to do this because it'll be a little bit easier than you guys stopping and pausing and starting and pausing and starting as we're re reading through this. But to start, you have to make cereal milk. Yep, just like you'd have at the end of a bowl of cereal. Cereal milk. 
Now, Laura recommends using whole milk. I used oat because dairy is not my friend, and it was still super tasty. It was still super creamy, still had enough of a body to stand up for this drink. Use whatever milk you would like. I would say probably not coconut. Coconut might be a little wonky on that one. So before you can even start the cocktail, you're going to combine about a one half a cup of milk with just under one cup of the cereal. So um, she uses Fruity Pebbles. I should say that. You're going to need some Fruity Pebbles for this drink. Um, but I have also seen this done with like Cocoa Puffs, um, Captain Crunch, anything like that. Um, anything that's a cereal that has a big flavor profile. But Fruity Pebbles is where we're going with this one, guys. Uh, a bit of brown sugar and a pinch of salt. You're going to let that stand for 30 minutes, stirring it occasionally until the sugar dissolves. So I would recommend doing this in a bit of a larger bowl versus just a cereal bowl. That's just my recommendation. Uh, they also recommend that you use vanilla syrup, which is where you add a fresh vanilla bean or a whole vanilla pod to your simple syrup while you're boiling the water. I've also done it as an infusion um, so you make simple syrup and then you put it in your bottle or container that you're leaving your syrup in. But personally, t both time and fridge space said that was a no-go for me. So I just used regular simple syrup. It was fine. No big deal. Alrighty. So grab your shaker and to it you're going to add one and a half to two ounces of good quality vodka. In the book they recommend Tito's. I do not personally ever recommend Tito's. Um, but like I said, good quality vodka, we should always be buying good quality anything and preferably craft and local. To that, we're going to add two and a quarter teaspoons of syrup, um, which is a very small measurement. Uh, it's just under a quarter of an ounce and four ounces of your strained cereal milk. So once you've dissolved all your sugar and you've let it sit for half an hour, you're going to strain your milk off of your cereal so that you're going to have like a pinky mixture and you're going to put that in a container. It will stay shelf stable until whatever the date of your milk carton says, as long as you keep it sealed in the fridge. So you can do this for, you know, a couple weeks or whatever, um, or you can just strain it off and get rid of whatever you don't use after this recipe. Um, and then you can discard the cereal or eat the cereal, whatever you'd prefer. So then to your shaker, you're going to add a handful or so of ice. We're going to shake it up nice and vigorously. Uh, like I said, guys, you should be shaking between 20 and 40 seconds, depending on how hard you personally are shaking. Basically, the recommendation is if you're using a shaker tin, um, so like a bartender would use, when it starts to get frosty and cold on your hands is when you know you've shaken long enough. Um, you can do that with a mason jar too. Remembering glass, though, does insulate a little bit better. So if you're using the mason jar, you're going to have to watch it. Basically, you want to increase your total volume by one quarter, like we said last week. And then we're going to strain it all into a rocks glass or a mini milk bottle if you happen to have one lying around. I did not. I used a rocks glass. And then we're going to garnish the top with some more of those fruity pebbles. Now, for the Rice Krispie Toast... It's your basic recipe for Rice Krispie squares or Rice Krispie treats with the added step of browning the butter prior to adding the marshmallows to the butter and melting those and then adding them to your Rice Krispies. 
So basically browning brown butter is heating your butter in a pan until it turns brown and gives off a nice nutty aroma. Uh, you'll see the milk fats fall out and then it'll get brown inside and then it'll get a little darker and it'll start to smell nutty. That's when you want to add in your marshmallows, melt those all up and then add that into your Rice Krispies. It's pretty easy and then you just set it like you normally would. Now I also added some of the fruity pebbles because, well, why not? But also because I didn't want to have more fruity pebbles just laying around in my house because I would eat them and they're not really something that I needed to eat. Like I said, I will put the post to the recipes in the this show's post. So uh, if you head over to the website, like I said, click on podcast episode 19, you'll be able to find the links to both the recipe for the drink and the recipe for the crispy toast right there. So guys, I hope you find these recipes a little bit fun and a whole lot of whimsical. Hopefully it inspires you to kind of take a different look at infusing different flavors into your drinks. With that, we'll wrap up another episode. If you guys want to send me a question, comment, or a show topic idea, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can do that in a couple of different ways. You can send me an email at drinkswithally at gmail.com. So that's D-R-I-N-K-S-W-I-T-H-A-L-I at gmail.com. You can head on over to the website, again, drinkswithally.com. So D-R-I-N-K-S-W-I-T-H-A-L-I.com. And you can click on contact, and that'll send you to the contact me form, which comes directly to me. I'll see it as soon as you send that in. Or you can leave a comment on either episode 19's uh, post or on either one of the blog posts for the crispy treats or for the midnight breakfast recipe. And then you can also find me on social media. So you can find me over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, MeWe, and Spotify, Pinterest, and like I said, TikTok. And they're all at Drinks with Ally. So all at sign D-R-I-N-K-S-W-I-T-H-A-L-I. And for those of you that are wondering, Ali is A-L-I because my full name is Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N. And at the age of six, I decided I didn't like being called Allison, and I wanted to be called Ali. So I stopped using the last three letters of my name. It's really that simple. So with that, guys, fill your glass with something tasty this week. We'll talk soon. Cheers, everyone.